Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Big Time Nerd, and I'm Austin, and I'm here today with my guest, Cameron, my brother. Welcome, man. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. It's kind of fun. This is a little fun project that we, I mean, on this podcast itself, we've talked about doing this for a little while. Yeah. Start messing around earlier this week with some fun things to show off today. Uh, and tell me a little bit about yourself, like what you do, like for, for everyone else's sake, like what you do with coding and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. So I am a, a master's student right now, so a graduate student. Um, I'm my degree right now is in it's called computational analytics, um, making the change over to computer science, and I'm uh, doing an online master's program through Georgia Tech. Yeah, yeah, and it's a pretty intense program. Like it's like a really, really intense. Yeah, a lot of cool places you can go and do that with. Honestly, computer science is really involved. AI is really involved. Yeah, analytics are really involved. A lot more than I think most people recognize. Yeah, a lot more math than I think I recognized before. Uh, I come from a funny background, uh, more of a design-oriented and creative background, yeah. and then kind of just put in the legwork to um, after my undergrad to do a more STEM-focused master's program. Um, so far it's been good. A lot of math though. Yeah. I'm Gotta love that math. kind of pushing towards the machine learning emphasis. So, uh, lots of math, <laughs> way more stats and calculus and linear algebra than I ever anticipated. <laughs> Probably would have, uh, done a little things differently if I knew how much of that I was going to be doing. Oh man. You know what though? It's crazy how much, like, you know, in high school, they tell you like, or you think, I'm never going to use this. I know. It's so true. Yeah, you do. You use it. That's the... Well, it depends, right? Well, it depends. Like, you know, we both did the ad program at BYU. Yeah. You get through that program. Honestly, they probably should have a little bit more stats and stuff in there to kind of help you along. Totally. Yeah. I, I mean, that's but, a... We could do a whole nother podcast, right? On how the whole advertising landscape is changing and how the industry is oh, changing. Totally. But I, I agree. I think that if, if I were in charge uh, of, of that program and you know marketing in general i think i'd push for a lot more stats in math classes because oh it's so useful it's so useful and oh man yeah that's a whole that's a rabbit hole that we need to go down but like yeah i don't yeah not another not yet not yet another time stay tuned that will come yep today though we're gonna talk about another way you can apply that same kind of math and that's with really neural networks uh general like what would you call it generation yeah yeah generative ai i think is like kind of the what they call it um and the good thing is that the math is kind of taken care of for us which oh, yeah. is which is nice Honestly, we'll talk, yeah like and i think we'll talk simple. more about that but uh yeah it's way way more simple there are a lot of smart people in this world and uh so many people that have dedicated so much time to free resources which i think is amazing very admirable oh totally and like you know there's so much free stuff out there that you can use honestly if you know a little bit of code like you can get started super easily i was yeah. shocked at just how easy it was to get started yeah um, and I, we're kind of getting our head of ourselves a little bit we haven't even told everybody what we're talking about yeah yet. maybe we should uh circle back a little bit um yeah so we yeah and as, while you're doing that i'm actually gonna set up my screen capture so that i can show a little bit what we're talking about perfect yes uh austin talked a little bit about it but um we're gonna be mainly focusing on talking about generative ai um generative art so if you're familiar with like mid-journey uh is a big one in the news these days um dolly i think is what it's called right yeah that's the big one i think people really the big free one well that's like the the to image the text prompt to image kind of AI. yeah exactly um and i there's like gpt3 which is the model i believe that's like the open ai model that most of these generative engines use um yeah. to and that's it's open source i believe um 
still pretty abstract to like deal with it on your own from what i understand i mean i guess i haven't really looked into it but there's a lot of people that have done things to kind of abstract the difficulty away from it um not really gatekeeping per se in it but there's yeah definitely not it's it's tricky yeah yeah it's just a lot you just have to kind of have the knowledge to to be able to dive in deep on your own but there's a lot of free tools that people have made that you can play around with it which is really cool um but yeah i mean generative art's been like massive recently if you are into tech news tech crunch the verge a lot of people have talked about it there's a lot of cool stuff that people have done there's a lot of like very strange things that have come out of <laughs> um, like generative AI um, and a lot of really fun stuff. I mean, I think we could like probably make a whole episode about just finding really weird stuff that generative AI um, oh, has totally made. Good. Like I know people have uh, and, and just like totally aside from like all the ethical dilemmas behind generative AI, but people have, have put in stuff where it's like uh, the most beautiful human and it just returns like some very strange like ana- anatomically, anatomically, like anatomy speaking, like in, a ma- in terms of so, anatomy, like in not even a real human type of thing. So I got my screen really recording fun. right now. So maybe I should look this up. You're saying like the perfect human, but like is open AI. What was it again? It was. A- I think people just like put in the perfect human uh, into yeah, like, makes- or the most beautiful human or something into like a mid journey prompt or like a dolly. And it just comes back with kind of like a, some scary like alien type stuff um so maybe i don't know maybe ai knows more than we do but it's Uh, there's been some really funny stuff to come out of it medium three ai illustrate the most beautiful woman in the world these are a lot more normal than the ones i saw um why does it say portrait photographed by annie leibovitz 35 millimeter 1.8 that huh interesting her eyes though man like that's like they're bright but like it looks like stars in there that's probably like a, oh a model too where people like put in uh definitely it's got to be michelle pfeiffer <laughs> and i don't i wouldn't anyway i yeah <laughs> i disagree ai is all i'm saying <laughs> those eyes it, it gets all of it and some of these down except for the eyes yeah uh, well, I guess the eyes are the uh, the window to the soul, and I guess AI just cannot get there yet. <laughs> anyway, uh, we digress. We might have to cut some of this out. Um, but back to generative art. Uh, there's a lot of good generative art out there. There's a lot. Of bad a lot too. of really bad generative art. You have to go through the bad to get to the good with these AI models. It, they continue to get better. They and do, but we, yeah, you- there has there is some like kind of. Uh, direction that us as humans have to give it right and train i think well, like I, studying machine learning yeah the more you study machine learning the more you realize that computers are really stupid um and yeah. humans are also stupid but we have to like anyway it's just interesting how you have to really really like push in the right direction and it, neural networks and things are really amazing because they do a lot of things on their own and i don't understand but how they're they work, trained but. on data i mean these are things that like we've had to actually design and build it's their purpose built i think people are all so, let's let's like step back like thirty thousand feet people look over ai and they think okay this is this really scary machine that's going to take over the world and yes it's taking over the world in the same way webkins took over the world of the elementary schools in the u.s back in like yes three and if that's the way they're taking over the world then i'm totally down for it because i love webkins <laughs> <laughs> but like maybe that's a bad example like maybe it's kind of the way how that everybody had to have their uh 
their crocs back in the day well or, AI is totally a buzzword too like i it is but what i'm saying is like it's it's something that is there people misunderstand it yeah, like they're thinking so that it's all general ai which is the idea of this the self-conscious or not self-conscious but uh maybe that's the word like a consciousness like a digital yeah. consciousness and something it's just that's not sentient there. yeah sentience. Uh, thank you it's and, not sentient though yeah yeah i i agree and i think uh it's just pet recognizing patterns and applying those algorithms that it's developed on its own little black box to make other yes. things like it, at least with generative ai and stuff I yeah mean, i think generative ai is definitely more of a black box approach to machine learning and ai um but anyway there's a lot of really cool stuff that people are doing with it like a lot of storyboarding that i've seen uh with generative ai where people put in like a prompt or maybe some song lyrics and then it creates like a cool background or cool album art something like that um lots of really cool things i don't think it's ever going to replace people obviously there's no need to worry about that but it's doing some really cool stuff um totally. and austin and i are both really into music like we could probably have oh, a podcast yeah. talking about music different there music will types. be podcasts in a future episode yeah talking about music we like to dabble i wouldn't say compose music but maybe just play around with like sampling music uh that's probably more your thing like i'm more of like i love consuming music um I've, I've never been much of like a musician but like you definitely you actually that's that's yeah, your world but anyway we both kind of enjoy that realm and so we were really interested in generative music generative uh ai for the purposes of creating music uh there's not a lot of stuff out there actually believe it or not on that there's some really cool things that are happening one of them is in a model from open ai called jukebox ai um and we found it this past week and we wanted to play around with it um and so we did a lot of research about like ways that we can interact with it. Uh, if it was even free, um, turns out you can interact with it with for free. Um, right. There are some limitations because you'll see if you go to Jukebox AI or OpenAI's website and look for Jukebox AI, they have some really amazing songs. Yeah, uh, very impressive. Like one of them is uh, one that a computer made that was Frank Sinatra in the style of pop is what it was, right? Oh, I got to yeah i gotta pull that up and uh the lyrics that, are amazing it was i like, don't think i'll get a copyright strike on something that's like that let's let's hope not <laughs> yeah it was it was incredible it was like it, <laughs> very funny um the lyrics do you have the lyrics pulled up i don't know if i'm pulling pull up. up the curated samples yes uh so this one's classic pop in the style of frank sinatra so let's turn up the volume yeah here. maybe let's just play the first few seconds of that and they have on the oh beautiful lyrics here i love that like dissonance it's christmas time so you know oh what that means <laughs> yeah you know, <laughs> you know what, what that means, means. yeah <laughs> oh, hot tub time hot tub time yeah yeah <laughs> that's my favorite classic christmas song <laughs> Frank Sinatra's hot tub time. It's Christmas time, and you know what that means. It's hot tub time. Uh, but I mean, it's pretty amazing, honestly, if you think about it. Like, yeah, that is, is Frank Sinatra. It sounds like Frank Sinatra. I mean, oh, it, it does. Or there's some moments in there. Maybe like a drunk cousin of Frank Sinatra is what <laughs> it, it sounds like. But that's pretty amazing that a computer created that with some guidance. It is. And it's, oh man, it is bizarro. <laughs> But yeah, it is. I mean, yeah. And 
It's its own thing. Like, uh, there's just some strange swing. Yeah. Kind of like a little bit of dissonance. It has an odd feel to it. It does have an odd feel, but it's really cool. Um, but anyway, we, we found that and we heard it and we were like, we should create stuff like this. This is really cool. And we got we to gotta figure out how to do this. So we did a lot of research. And um, a lot of false starts too on stuff. Like, let me... Yes. Well, I guess we should maybe back up and kind of explain like how we did it initially. Yeah, our methodology. Yeah, because so and you really the yeah you're the one that pulled my attention to it. Well, it was honestly a lot easier than I thought, but I think I had anticipated that we'd get results that were close to that, which we were far off. And I and obviously yeah they're smart to market it this way and show their best things they made with it. But I mean, is there really a market for this yet, though? I feel like it's I guess still maybe infancy. not a market. Yeah, it was, it's very much like uh, in its infancy, but it, at least like they're smart to put those ones as yeah. the forefront, right? And that's what you hear. And I think, I don't know if it's necessarily on purpose. Like, I'm sure they're very proud of those is why they want to show them off. But yeah. I don't think they're trying to shove anything under the rug, but it's it takes a lot to get to that point. Oh man, um, it, it does. And I'm sure that, that that was very, that was made with a lot of like human reinforcement along the way where they were like right. in different steps, they would like have maybe one small sample and then continue to iterate off of that. Um, but anyway, kind of to back up a little bit. Nothing like we got. Yeah, we didn't get anything like that. That's, I guess, uh, TLDR. Uh, <laughs> we didn't get anything like that. So um, we will show hey, you the no, things you that can we... Stop listening now. Please don't. Yeah, please, please don't. don't. We, we do have some stuff that we're going to show you. Um, <laughs> and they don't sound as good as that, but we did get no. some good results. Uh, and we're still... I think we're still, as we speak, have something running through the model. I can actually check. Um, but... So I, I did a lot of research on this and they actually have OpenAI has a Google Collab notebook published. And if you don't know what Google Collab is, uh, I think Google Collab is short for Google Collaboratory and it's free to use. It's a Google product. It's built on Jupyter Notebook. So it's basically Jupyter Notebook is an open source uh, kernel based Python IDE, essentially. Um, and usually if you have Jupyter Notebook, you're just going to ro- run it locally on your machine. But if you use Google Colab, um, which is built on top of Jupyter Notebook with some cool kind of extra saucy features and whatnot, yeah. um, which is again, free to use, but uh, you run it on, all your code is running on a Google virtual machine, which is actually super cool. Like it's pretty amazing that you have access to a virtual machine um, through Google. So like if you're downloading any Python packages, then like it downloads to that instance of a virtual machine that you're using. And the hardware is nicer. I mean, like yeah. they're running some really nice NVIDIA GPUs that can run CUDA. Yeah. So you can really get the powerful processing there. For those that aren't yeah. familiar with that, uh, maybe at some point we'll talk a little bit later about processing on GPUs and why that's important. But pretty much you can run, process, like you can process tasks way faster on a GPU than you can a CPU. It's just, it's set up to do a bunch of parallel things at once yeah which is really cool and yeah we should talk about that because i don't know as much about that as you do i think you're more of the hardware guy i we'll have to both research it yeah but anyway really cool um so i found a google collab notebook and i think it's made by um all the open ai contributors yeah um and so same team yeah like a few of the people on the team um and we pulled that up and started playing around with it and it's not necessarily the most user-friendly like it's pretty i mean honestly for what it is it's pretty user-friendly i'd have to say but it's still kind of like you it's hard to know what you're doing really there's not a ton of direction it's not all hand-holding honestly i didn't think it was too bad yeah but it wasn't terrible i think that it's it was like the notebook that we found 
um it's all like you have to change the code like it's not yeah. just like drop downs like a, a nice kind of like gui to like change stuff or uh anyway yeah like to put in the lyrics that you want like you have to know what you're doing with code at least a little bit and it's in python yeah. so it's pretty easy to figure out it's also easy to break yeah it is easy I to break that. um because we broke it a few times <laughs> and wasted some dollars in oh, virtual man. machine credits but oh, a whole month's worth gone in hours yeah that was um, painful but it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't terrible so kind of yeah so that story really fast like we we found one guy on um i think it was like his own personal blogger medium and he was like a filmmaker i don't think he yeah. really like knew exactly what he's doing but it was cool that he was able to figure it out and so he kind of posted a blog article about how to like change stuff in it and so we actually used yeah. that um and like yeah kudos to him because it's actually really well written that whatever like how he wrote it and showed how to do stuff but his methodologies he, were like it was a little really like really brute force which yeah. i actually condone um i yes i, I do think that's too. the way to go it's a good way to learn stuff oh absolutely yeah, you got to break some things right to learn some stuff um, so I'm really glad that we found that and then we were able to use it. But in his article, he talked about how you might want to upgrade to the pro version of Google Colab, which if you <laughs> so upgrade, yeah, so we did, we're like, why not? Right. So if you upgrade to the pro version of Google Colab, it costs $10, which isn't bad. $10 a month. Well, that's for the pro, like the basic pro plan. Yeah. There's like a pro plus, which is kind of a pay as you go type thing. It's, well, like, I mean, it's $50 like $50 bucks and you get like even more priority. So like they base it on priority. If you have the free tier, yeah. you get like whatever's left over, whatever's available then that they can. And just, you get slower GPUs, like slower yeah. machines, less Ram, less yeah. VRAM, especially. Um, that's and then you have a timeout too. Like it's like 12 hours, Yeah, it is. Um, which I didn't think we would need that, but I think uh, 12 hours, I mean, you still, I think with the free version, you're fine, but that's, yeah, I was surprised by how long it took to There's run. There's a few parameters you have to adjust to make sure it works. And we can talk yeah. about that. Maybe we need, like I can pull it up and we can walk through it. Yeah. That's a good idea. I'll um, actually create a copy of that really quick. But the Google Colab pro version gives you a hundred compute units a month uh, of faster gpus faster basically virtual machines um and we're like oh that's awesome like there's and they don't really give you like a reference of what that means and i don't really know what it means like it's different from like uh a digital ocean droplet or whatever it's different from like aws credits like it's all by the hour yeah it's all like different like we're some do like by minute hour anyway i don't and i don't know a ton about cloud computing honestly i should learn more but i think it's distributed too uh, like it is distributed yeah I, I think you're going to talk about how like we ended up using like 100 hours for it like because it said hours yes. in there even though it said compute units yeah we use that all up like in much less than 100 hours it'll show you like how many compute units you're using per hour okay that's yeah um but we ended CPH. up yeah compute per hour or whatever yeah so we we ended up using 100 compute units uh which was our monthly allotted for ten dollars and honestly, um, the amount of processing is doing probably was close to ten dollars worth of electricity. I'm just kidding. I don't think it was. But yeah, who it knows? was a lot. It could have been. It was a lot. Yeah, we, we probably should have just minted our own NFT for like the amount of time and money. We That's true. That. And like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Our carbon footprint of that trash song oh, that man, we'll show you so that we made bad. is probably pretty bad. But let's not talk about that. I don't want to make enemies. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but basically, we ran, we burned through it really fast. And I was shocked. I actually like went to Reddit and was looking up uh, Google Colab and like just details on it and what people thought yeah. about it. And there was one guy that said that he was trying to use PyTTI, which is like an open source uh, animation generative. Oh. It's like generative animation using AI. And he used his 100 compute units 
in less than six minutes like trying to generate something and he was like yeah it's like totally it's not a ripoff like you get it's pretty amazing what they give you for the amount build a rig on your own for like yeah so much more and like it's so much lower entry like there's such a lower barrier of entry to trying that in google collab than like an aws because if you're using virtual computing in aws you could like do something wrong and end up spending tens of thousands of dollars absolutely um, but and not even just an ai like there's in general yeah in general like you write a, a for loop or a while loop the wrong way and you're spending like ten thousand dollars overnight or something it's it can be crazy yeah. although it's still most affordable don't think that yeah if honestly, you know what you're doing and i don't know what i'm doing with it i've never maybe we should do an episode about um actually hosting on something like online like AWS. yeah i think that'd be really cool to show people but anyway anyway yeah so long story short we were able to find a different jupiter not jupiter notebook google collab notebook that was like a one click i think that's what it's called like one click notebook and yeah. we found it through a youtube video um and it was like this german guy um that i'm pretty sure he's a contributor to jukebox ai um but he had a link to it and so we pulled it up and it was so much better because we we spent we burned through the compute units we ended up with a sample that was 45 seconds long we said that we wanted an indie song that was like in the style Bob Marley. <laughs> and yeah, that was that fun... was the first one. And it sounded terrible and we'll show it to you. Oh um, but then we so tried it bad. again using the one click notebook and it, it worked really well. It was really cool. Um, you don't need the pro version of Google Colab. No. Anyone can do this on their own. We would recommend that you find like a Raspberry Pi or maybe do it on like a desktop computer that you can like leave running for a long yeah, time because it'll time out yeah you want to leave your browser up that's the thing with the non-free like non-pro actually i think like the pro plus tier is the only one that lets you run it in the background yeah i and think they, so they kind of hide that a little bit honestly most times when you're running a collab notebook you're not going to be running it for 12 hours at a time mm-hmm. um I in think, this case you would be if you want to yeah it definitely takes a long time and you, yeah and you end up with a pretty small song but this has to generate something from scratch and Computers have not historically always been good at that. No. Especially creating something that's well, especially it's it spits out a wave file, which is basically like the closest. I wouldn't say the closest, but it's a way. I don't know a ton about like audio files, but I know that wave is much more high fidelity than just like an MP3. Like you get a lot more, uh, like a wider range, right? Of it, it's like a better. Yeah. I could be totally wrong on this, but. So it's, it's uncompressed. Like a, uncompressed. So it's like it's, a good, you get like a, a good audio sample from it. And there's different um, levels, like there's different um, different rates, audio rates and stuff. Yeah. And I think these are all at 44,100. Um, I think um, that we've been talking for long enough. I think we should probably show. Yeah, let's play. play. I actually have one of the songs here. Let me first play the bad one. Oh, I think I have that one. Do you have it up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Play the bad one first. Okay. Yeah, this is the one. And this is after a lot of upscaling. So it actually upscales the samples of the song. Yep. And this took, I think in total, about nine and a half hours. On a pro level, like it ate up everything. Yeah. And I left my laptop like up running overnight to do this. I think we finally get something here. 
like a bad VHS. It's so bad. Like, <laughs> it's. I mean, it's cool, right? That a computer can do that. Like that. That's from an AI model. But at the same time, I think we could have sat like a two-year-old in front of like a MIDI keyboard and gotten something <laughs> and like just like left them for like nine hours. Like if you leave like a toddler with a MIDI keyboard in front of with a DAW, like yeah. right like Logic or Ableton, and you just like let them just mash buttons, you'll get something that probably sounds more <laughs> melodic and harmonic than what that was like. I think we should try that. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should, that, have, uh, we should have my niece or your nephew yeah, try it. Because <laughs> that I think would produce a better song. And I don't like, I think that that's on our end. Like, I think it was user oh, we, error. We, we didn't know what up. we were doing. We messed it up. Uh, blue 10 bucks, just like basically essentially we, we ripped threw up it in 10 the air, Yeah. Let it go in the wind. But anyway, now we, I think you should play the next one. And that was also one of the more manual setup ones. I think yes. there was an issue with the samples. We put too much. I think we gave it too much to work with. Yeah. And we cut the sample down to 45 seconds, which I think was a mistake. Yeah. We were hoping that that would save us on compute units. Ironically. Yes, it did not. So this is all. what I ran on the free version. And this one only took about four or five hours. Uh, I let it run overnight and much better. Oh, Genesis Christmas. Oh, that's right, this one has the, the guitar. It's a pretty sick guitar solo. like it could be like Genesis meets uh Stevens. Stevens. Or like uh I could see like John Lennon's Christmas song. Yeah. You know? But not bad actually like I yeah, it, less, it, I wish I'd let this run longer. It's like, like a minutes. it's good. It's like a it's something that you could take this sample and actually use it in a song. Right there's the end's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it tried to get the lyrics in basically um that was the round that was round two i think you should show the last the, round the last one which this is one was the really best ghastly. one and i have one gener generating now but yeah we'll have that ready for this maybe if i when i'm editing this have it ready i'll throw it in okay that but, sounds good yeah let's listen to rick astley this one is my favorite it's good indie stronger start for sure Like, I could get into this, you know? Yeah, this it is... It kind of sounds like post-rock. It's like... Dude, we should do a whole post-rock album just with stuff that we sampled with, from. With sampled, and then, like, ambient guitar. Oh, yeah. Layered on top. That would be cool. I... I like this, though. I don't hear Rick Astley in it. I wonder if, like, <laughs> they even use the artists as seeds. I don't know. I wonder if it's just... We could be putting men wrong, honestly. We found, like, the whole, like, Python dictionary list of, like all of the different artists and genres you can and put in we could be entering it wrong we've been sometimes you have to use spaces sometimes it's underscores sometimes caps it's like we haven't we didn't figure out it's just like a and that's just a simple data type error that we're probably putting in but like we're, it's still running which is cool um yeah but anyway really cool stuff 
Um, I, I think that... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, yeah, there's a lot more to build upon it. Absolutely. I feel like right now, it's still... It's probably something that OpenAI is not pushing a lot. Like, I haven't really heard of Jukebox AI until we went out and started searching for something like that specifically. So I wonder if it's still... I'm sure it's it's still in early phases. It's like, sorry, still in early phases. It's still it's in its infancy. I think it's going to get a lot better. It's not like incredible right now unless you have an insanely high, like, performing supercomputer, yeah, which is apparently what they use for the samples that they produce. And there's also options to like kind of, uh, it's kind of like. Or type like human reinforcement type thing right right where yeah. you can kind of it'll give you like four different things and then you can pick the one that you want and then it'll go and then like upscale that and then anyway so there's ways that you can like kind of have a little bit more say in what's happening and i think those are that's probably how they got those better songs um but still really impressive and like you could take some of those clips from things that you create and actually like sample them in a song which is really cool and i think we should do that eventually with the stuff we've made yeah it'd be really cool yeah. yeah it would definitely be like fresh like what's amazing is that there's been nothing that's existed like this before and this right at even in its current state would have been unimaginable 10 years ago oh yeah just imagine where we're going to be in 10 even five years from now with this kind of stuff like you it's going to open up a whole can of worms because we already have deep fakes and honestly i feel like this would be easier than deep fake i just yeah. think not as many resources have been put into it i think so too i think that there's not really a market for it yet maybe but imagine you could go in there as anybody if you have the right machine or you have right access to an online vm yeah and google collab or whatever you could go in and say i'm gonna make a song by michael jackson it's gonna sound just like michael jackson whatever yeah. i want to sing think about like the issues with copyright and stuff like that like you know, <laughs> I, know. I would not want to be an ip attorney right now <laughs> I, and i don't know how that works for voice i know that like your likeness can be preserved is, is that part of your likeness like i don't really know yeah because i like, don't know because you could people before like um people have sued in the past because like companies will make toys that look like them or whatever or they'll use their image in some kind of media then they didn't yeah say it. so it's it's a whole new wild west of content and it's like what does how do you police that it'll be pretty exciting i don't know how people are gonna approach that i yeah, i think that uh creatively it's, it's amazing it is amazing and i think like it's going to be amazing for content creators, right? Like imagine yeah. instead of having to pay someone for their music, you just feed an AI and with, let it do uh, its thing. And let, yeah. And then just use the music. Yeah. Even like instrumental stuff, like even that, the last one that you were able to create Rick Astley indie, like you could use that as like the background or intro to a video. And no one oh, would, totally. I don't think anyone would realize maybe some people would think like, Oh, this is kind of an interesting, like offbeat type song, but like, it sounds think, like a broken radio. Yeah, it does. It sounds like, yeah, or like but, a skipping record. You know what I mean? But it, it's cool. It has charm. And yeah. there's ways that we probably could go in and clean that up. And Oh, yeah. You and you could know. find like a perfect sample and then you could just loop it. You know what I mean? And there's probably some AI models out there to clean up audio. Like there's all this kind of stuff out there. Like you could take something like this and actually really use it. Yeah, totally. To make something amazing. Well, hey, thanks, bro, for joining me. It's been awesome to have yeah, you here. Yeah, it was fun. I feel like uh jumped around a bit, but thanks for listening. Hey, that's uh, if we, you are listening and uh yeah, we'll do some fun stuff like this in the future. Totally. You know, one thing at this podcast is we like to jump around. It's it's really just kind of a place to geek out, nerd out and have fun. So, yeah, glad to totally. have you here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh 
links will be in the podcast. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, there's links below in the description for all the things we've talked about. We'll put a good link to a good collab there you can play with. Also, we'll link all the sources that we took stuff from. And yeah, yeah. And we'll actually, if I can, I'll try to host up some of the, maybe on SoundCloud or something, we'll host some oh, of yeah. these. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Some of these songs that we've, song snippets we've created. Mm-hmm. Well, until next time, hope you have a wonderful week and make sure to tune in again. See you next time.